0: Damn, so layoffs again?
1: Yes, it is not slowing down at all. We are barely in February, and there's been just shy of 78,000 employees across 241 tech companies that have been laid off, according to layoffs.fyi. They started tracking back in covid when COVID kicked off to see what was going on with the job market. So they've just kept up with it. And compared to 2022, the entire year, 12 months, it was about 150,000 jobs. In the first three weeks of 2023, it's more than 30% of that number already.
0: Do you know anyone that was impacted?
1: I do, unfortunately. And it's interesting, because some of them reached out to me to share that they were laid off, but also to talk about how they might look at this time, because you and I voluntarily left the workforce last year. So when I left, I was like, very intentional about taking a sabbatical and taking time off. Now coming up on a year of being out of corporate America, it's... Like 10 out of 10, I recommend this to folks that they work it in their job, career, life cycle at some point. And so I have um, a woman who reached out to me and, you know, she said that she had gotten laid off. And I was like, well, if you're able to, you know, you, you got a severance package of however many months, you should use this time to like heal your burnout and grieve this experience that you're going through because, you know, the loss of a job is still a loss, no matter how unattached you are to it. So, you know, take that time. And at first she was like, no, I can't do it, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, you know, I'm, I just think that if you're going to go back in the job market, it'll be better for you to do it with the clear mind and having processed what happened. Um, and a couple days later, she hit me back and was like, actually, I do want to talk to you about your sabbatical and what you've been doing, how you've structured your day. You know, what, what were the things that made it most impactful for you during this time? Cause um, I don't want, I just like, I just, I don't want to be just a potato. Mm-hmm. Did you know anybody who was impacted?
0: Yeah. I knew a few people that were impacted. Like I know some people that already have a new job. There's some people that are still looking and there are others that are just taking time off i mean like you said they gave a i mean depending where you work some Mm -hmm. people gave i think as much as like six months pain severance yeah she fired me (laughs) what yeah yo did i ever tell you about like when i got fired but i thought like i walked into the meeting thinking i was gonna get a promotion
1: oh no tell me
0: it was one of my first it was like my second job after college and uh I was doing really well and there was a meeting from HR on the calendar. So I'm new to the whole corporate thing. So I didn't know what that meant. Like when you get a random meeting on your calendar with HR and your manager. I was like, oh, my manager's in this? Oh, I'm definitely about to get it promoted. I was about, I'm glad she did it because I was about to put it on her calendar. You know what I mean? Oh
1: my God. <laughs> you know? I am not surprised by this at all. At
0: all. Yo, I walked in like ready for my talking points and they sit down and was like, Essentially, gave me the spiel like yo we letting you go i was like huh i, I was like well i got a report to finish like should i do that and they were, they were, like they were like no no, just you don't have to do that kind of shit and i was and i like felt bad at the time i was like what do you mean like clients are gonna ask about me and like what are you about and i was they were like they looked at me with that like you a rookie just just trust me just 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 leave i was like all right but it was so shocking mm-hmm. like and I think if, if you've never experienced it before, like, to get it, to have it happen for the first time is very, like, shocking, demoralizing, and even more so when you like, you're, you're doing well. And you mm-hmm. kind of just, like, don't. It's a little traumatic. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah. Have you ever been fired?
1: I have not. Um...
0: <laughs> Show off. Yeah. <laughs>
1: No, I I have not. um, But I have stayed in positions longer than I should have. And therefore, you know, that's a whole other thing as well. But it definitely is traumatic. And you're giving the example of one of your first jobs Mm -hmm. out of college. And so you only have so much experience in the workforce and in life in general. And so even more so folks who have been in their careers for over 10, 20 years at this point um, to get let go, I think is really tough.
0: It's interesting, like I took my severance and they they didn't give me six months. They gave me Hmm. I don't I don't remember what, what it was, but either way, I was like, oh, severance, I don't even know what that was, but it was just like being educated on that. It's interesting, though, like at the time, I wasn't like discouraged from getting
1: Hmm.
0: At the time, so, no. So,
1: so, so what did you do? You got, how did you process that day, that week? What went through your mind?
0: I remember leaving the room with HR, my manager, and, and looking for, like, friends in the office. Mm. And be like, yo, I just, I just got let go? And they were like, what? And it was so hard. Sorry to hear that and blah, blah, blah. And, like, they were trying to show compassion, but I was just still in shock. I was like.
1: A, just, a lot of confusion.
0: I just didn't understand the idea of like doing your job well and being let go. Like mm-hmm. I was so in my head about like the individual impact that I was driving and I didn't see the macro level signals of like the business struggling as well. And mm-hmm. that's very different that's a very different context as well. Like this was a very s- small company mm-hmm. and the business just wasn't doing well. It was being competitors were doing better and it was hard to yeah. differentiate for them, right? So that's another layer. It's like I understand if the business is not doing well and your need to cut costs and just like save the company, if you will. Mm-hmm. Whereas like these days, it's interesting to see companies laying people off, but business is still doing well.
1: Mm-hmm. That's
0: very that must be even more confusing. It's like I'm doing well on my job. The business is growing, maybe not as fast as it was two, three years ago, but it's still growing. Right. It's profitable. And you're letting me go like Mm. that's even more confusion, I would assume.
1: Yeah, I would assume so as well. I folks tend to feel so much about like, well, I'm doing a good job and I'm performing right. And to your point, not really thinking about the larger picture. And at the top, it's the reverse. Right. It's like, well, we're not doing well so not who cares if you're not performing but it's not personal it's business and so i do want to really zero in on that point because folks may take it personal but shouldn't and everybody should really remember these situations the next time a job tells you oh we're like family you know, I need you to do more or you feel bad about interviewing with other companies or upskilling yourself. And you feel this loyalty to an organization, especially Latinos, right? Like we saw the study from Edelman Trust Barometer on how Latinos are 74% like more likely to stay loyal to their employer once they come in. So Mm -hmm. where is that loyalty actually taking you at this point. You need mm-hmm. to make decisions that are right for yourself.
0: I think the piece about like, like mismanagement and estimates from like an executive level, I think that point gets said a lot, but it's like impossible. It is, it's impossible to predict the future. It is. If if anybody mm-hmm. could do it, they wouldn't be working where they're working. They'd be
1: yeah.
0: fucking balling. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I mean, during COVID executives made bets on trends that they thought would continue. Right? Right. Even me during COVID, the numbers for the podcast in general were booming. Like I'm talking about the highest one was like 5,000 listens, which for me is a lot, especially when the Mm -hmm. average podcast episode, like it it gets like 30 listens in the first week. And like episodes overall was getting like at least a thousand. And as COVID ended and the months went on, like those numbers slowly have been declining back to what I would call normal levels. But at the time I was like, I finally cracked the podcast code. I finally got past a thousand. Um, I'm finally above this. I'm finally doing that. And the, and what I predicted, I was like, not only am I finally there, but this is going to continue for years. You know what I mean? Like, this mm-hmm. is going to continue forever. Now, instead of thinking, like, when am I going to get 1,000? I'm thinking, when am I going to keep consistent to 5,000? When am I going to get to 10,000, blah, blah, right? And obviously, this is on a small level on a podcast, but, like, this is what executives are doing. Like, they're right. assuming, I mean, let's take Meta, for example. Like, I'm sure Instagram usage went up during the pandemic. Everyone's home on their phone. And the more that people use Instagram, the more advertisers spend, the more money they make, right? So, they probably made an assumption is like, Oh, shit! Well, more people are using the platform. We need to hire more engineers, more sellers, all these kind of things. And what you saw was people hiring, making bets on the products, making bets that these trends would continue. But it's impossible to predict the future. Right. And I'm putting myself in these executive shoes and you you get to make a decision, right? It's either no bet because we think these trends are going to continue. We make make a bet, but not that aggressive because we do believe that these trends are going to continue. And we make a really aggressive bet because we like we got no doubt that these trends are going to continue and I think the companies that laid off the most people made a really aggressive bet on those hiring decisions thinking that Mm -hmm. those trends were going to continue in my case like the really aggressive bet would have been like hiring five people to like join on the podcast production side you know what I mean yeah whereas like now less listeners I would have been like oh shit not as much revenue coming in so It's interesting, like the business decision, even from an employee standpoint, I wonder what you would have wanted your company to do at that time. Right. I don't know.
1: The other interesting part where we don't have as much visibility into, but is a conversation that is being had because the question is being asked is where are these cuts? coming from? Who are the people that are actually being impacted? What are from a demographic standpoint, but also from a department standpoint, I think it was Spotify's diversity group went from 30 people to two, like that's a big cut. And what was the bet, if you would, that Spotify was making that They then turned around and said, actually, this is not an area of investment for our company anymore.
0: Yeah. Spotify is a great example because they and I don't think it was during the pandemic, but over the past few years, they made a lot of investment in original programming when it comes to podcasting. They made a bet and said that people are going to come to Spotify to listen to our exclusive podcasts only available on Spotify. We're going to pay a premium to creators to create content only for us. Mm -hmm. And now they're cutting back and saying, like, eh, maybe we're just more of a technology platform versus uh, a producer of exclusive content. YouTube Mm -hmm. did similar things a couple years ago. Like these things happen all the time um, as far as like making the bets and sort of like cutting back if it doesn't work for their standards. But those are clear examples of like. We're making a bet on a specific product, specific place, whereas I don't know where their hiring came from. Like, I think they, everyone just, like, hired across the board in every fucking department. But well, I have but no idea.
1: To your point, you're seeing podcast numbers go up. You're going to hire in that area. Right. Right. You're, you're not going to turn around and hire in a different area. Like, sh- It's all a web and connected, but it's not to say that you're not gonna hire in the area of growth or anticipated growth. So then it's like, how are you leveling it throughout the entire company?
0: During the hiring spree, one thing that I did see note of, but I don't have the stats top of mind was a lot of people of color were hired. If those same people of color that were recently hired were also let go, I would hope that it doesn't discourage them from continuing to see tech as an opportunity for them. You know, at the time when I was fired or let go and given a severance package and and all these things, I was discouraged from like a professional standpoint of like, damn, were they lying to me? Was I really the problem? And that's why they let me go. Or like did they not see me as valuable and all those kind of things, but I never stopped to think, technology is an industry that is not for me. Right. I was like, I'm just going to find another tech company to work at. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I still saw the value from, you know, how well we're paid, the organizational culture compared to other industries, the stock options, the just a ton of opportunities, the, the growth from a macro level industry standpoint, like I still wanted to be in tech. Right. So I just hope that it, dur- it doesn't necessarily discourage people. Because I think the other thing that also may discourage people is just, like, all the headlines are only talking about tech. Mm -hmm. But that's not the only people that are firing people. Yeah, Like, during the pandemic when restaurants were closing, you know know how high of a turnover rate restaurants have? Mm
1: -hmm. I don't think
0: people are discouraged from opening restaurants or or working at a restaurant if if that's their passion, if that's their dream. I mean, Goldman Sachs is laying people off. Like, there are a ton of companies laying people off. It's just that we're living in a day and age where technology is the most popular type of company it's where everyone Mm -hmm. wants to work so those are the headlines that you're likely to see
1: yeah and to your point of discouraging i have heard of that as well actually Uh, a friend was saying you know they were at a big tech company and they got let go and they're back in the job market and they're like well I think I'm going to go into another industry because there's just so much uncertainty with tech and it's like, sure, everybody has their own risk tolerance and Mm -hmm. you have to figure out what your risk to reward ratio is going to be, but tech affords people a lot of opportunity and there's even adjacent opportunities once you're actually in tech, right, because it's it's much easier to get into a company, and then move, not always, you know, going in an upward trajectory, you could move laterally. So you could go in and start at marketing, go to sales, see what products like, and you have this ability. And I think that's one of the biggest benefits of going into a company and staying for a longer period of time to be able to have the opportunity to go laterally and learn new skills. And then you should also just invest in yourself.
0: Yeah, 100% agree. I mean, I think there's so many organizations and and teams that have been working so hard to, to make tech cool and mm-hmm. make it feel accessible to people of color. And I hope that this isn't like moving us backwards in that way. You know, what I mean,
1: do you have any reason to believe it is?
0: I just saw people making content, encouraging people to not let it discourage them. Mm -hmm. So I'm assuming that's because they have heard feedback from people saying that it is discouraging them. And I think your example of people coming to you and telling you that like it's discouraging them from entering that space is is just like validating those thoughts. All right. To close, what would you tell someone that recently got laid off? What would your advice be?
1: My advice would be, if you're able to, especially if you got a severance package, take time off for yourself. Grieve, think, do the things that you have said, like, oh, if only I could do this, but I've got too much going on, Uh, you know, my job. Really just take pause. Obviously only you know your financial situation. Unfortunately, the overwhelming stat is even folks who are making six figures are still living paycheck to paycheck. So hopefully this is an even greater sign to show you like put money away, have an opportunity fund, right? Instead of having an emergency fund, have an opportunity fund and use this money now as your opportunity to do those things that you haven't done and ask yourself, is this path still one that I want to be on? And if so, how can I continue down it? That's the biggest thing that I would say. What would you tell folks who just got laid off?
0: I would say don't take it personal. Most people at some point in their lives are going to be laid off and it's not indicative of their performance at all. It's more so indicative of just like people at the top making business decisions based on whatever data they're looking at. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, sometimes we're just in the middle of those business decisions. And. I think that goes along with the lines of like, at the end of the day, it's a business and executives are there to make sure that the business is profitable. So look at your job like a job. It's a transactional relationship where you're providing value to them and in exchange, they're providing money to you.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: It's not a marriage. It's not a forever thing. You're not in a relationship with them. You're not in a family with them. Even if I hire anybody one day, like, I would tell y'all the same thing. Don't fall in love with this company, because also one day you're probably going to leave me. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. And that's fine. We all move on to different things. So yeah. I just think we need to to look at it that way and stop associating so much of our so much of our identity and worth into what we do for work. Like, there, there's so much else that we offer and, and do in our lives that is just work. Um, and lastly, if you want to continue working in tech or whatever industry that you were just let go from, Again, don't be discouraged like, yeah, this is like a cyclical situation and there are going to be opportunities that come up again.
1: Agreed.